traversing the fields of geekdom. How about you? Uh, it... Climbing the mountain of pop culture. Who wants to play video games? Oh. And defeating the dark lord of social media. It's The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD. Yes, welcome to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook. Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is The Geek Show. It's a show where we take a break from all the politics, all the yelling the screaming the back and forth and we just relax a little bit talk about some fun things video games movies tv shows a little bit of everything if you want to catch up on any of the previous episodes of the geek show just go wherever podcasts are spotify itunes and just search for the geek show and you'll be able to find it i think uh, we have i think we have all the episodes on there so if you want some real cringe you can go back to episode one and hear the evolution of uh cory finding his uh radio voice because ugh, listening back to it's pretty cringy some Sometimes. But if this is your first time here to The Geek Show, welcome. The show's broken down like this. We'll start off with news of the week. I got some interesting news in the world of tech, uh, a piece of technology that is incredibly expensive. Like, we did a story a couple months ago, I think it was, about a clock, a mechanical clock in the shape of the Batmobile, and it sold for a crazy price. Well, I have a watch now made by the same company and you're not going to believe the price. It's it's insane. Uh, then after that, we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll head to the land of movies, talk about the latest rumors and movie information happening. Uh, Marvel and Disney announced a bunch of uh, release dates for their movies and their post, not post-COVID, but their, uh, their plans for movies and distribution with movies as we hopefully get to the end of the COVID run here as things start to open more back up. Then we'll take a break for news. We hop back. We'll go to Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world. And we're going to be talking about some hacks and a very interesting report that I, I still... And kind of my mind is blown. Uh, the, a new report came out looking at last year and who uses technology and who is most vulnerable when it comes to cyber crimes. Think about that one, because the answer might actually shock you. It shocked me. But then we take one more break and we finish the show with the top five list of the week. I got trailers. I got a news fail that I cannot stop laughing about. If you like if you have a cat, I think you will appreciate this. Definitely. I have a cat. And uh, yeah, it's just it's one for the books for sure. But for right now, let's head into the news of the week and let's head on down to Utah. I've been following this story for a while now, and we finally have an update. Uh, Utah, the governor, has signed the infamous filter bill, and this is a filter that, if enacted, uh, smartphones and tablets, all of them that are purchased in Utah, will automatically have a uh, block built into them to block content, typically adult content. But one of the weird things about this bill is that it doesn't really... Uh, specify what adult means. So it's a little wide ranging in what could be blocked. But basically, under HB 72, a adult filter would automatically be installed on all phones and tablets sold in Utah after January 1st, 2022. Phone manufacturers would have to provide users a passcode in order to unblock an app or site, presumably an effective adults-only password. 
The law states that a manufacturer uh, reasonably precludes a user other than any other user with a passcode to the opportunity to deactivate, modify, or uninstall the filter. So basically saying that the manufacturer has to give you the ability to remove the uh, filter, which is good because originally the bill was rumored to have you had to go to like an office to get a password, which would be really, really weird. Manufacturers would be charged $10 for every violation that they don't follow. At the moment, it's less of an immediate plan of action, uh, more than a challenge, because obviously uh, other people are going to challenge it, uh, your first rights or your first amendment rights. But uh, also they are saying that it will only go into effect if five other states pass similar laws and it expires if they don't by the year 2031. So while it is being signed on by the governor, it won't take effect until five other states join it. Uh, they they keep saying that uh, it sends an important message and it will protect the kids. But here's the thing. I, I, keep, I, I thought we would be over it by now. I thought you would learn it on my generation when we were kids. Here's the thing you have to know. Kids will find a way around it. We've done it all the whole time growing up in middle school and in high school. Sorry, parents. Spoiler alert. Uh, we went around filters and blocks really easily because parents didn't know or didn't care to know. But uh, I, I think just something like this is just going to be easily bypassed and not that big of a deal. Uh, I think what you really need to do is just monitor what your kids watch and talk to them about what information and what stuff is out there online to protect them. I think just setting up a block will not really help anyone because like I said, kids are smart. They will get around it in the long run. Uh, this is a piece of technology I love because who does not want to feel like a uh, Star Wars Jedi Knight or uh, Sith uh, created by a Singapore-based design studio called Stuck Design. It is a touchless sliding door so you know how you have those sliding doors at like kroger and walgreens which always freak me out by the way i always think that they're just gonna slam uh clothes on me but basically it's like that but all you have to do is put your hand about an inch or two away from the door and you slide with your hand and the door will open it's cool in that you will feel like you have Jedi powers as you wave your hand and the door opens. Obviously, this is a uh, thing that they're going to be doing, and we're going to be talking a lot more about uh, technology and diseases as we move forward in this post-COVID world, because uh, obviously tech was affected hard. We were all affected hard by COVID, and uh, technology might be able to make it so that if a pandemic-style something like this happens again, it will be a little easier on us all if we're already built in and have the infrastructure to protect ourselves a little better. So we're going to be seeing a lot more technology changing and adapting to have the uh, cleanliness mindset with them. And I think this is definitely one, but I think it's just really cool to think that we could see hundreds of people becoming Jedis as they wave the door open. I think that'd be really cool. Next up. Okay. I read the headline and I thought, Oh, that's creepy. And then I read more about it. I'm like, Oh, this is actually really kind of revolutionary. Well, researchers found a way to send tiny robots into mouse brains. Okay. I read that headline and in my mind, I was like, Oh no, are they using it to like alter how a mouse, uh, 
ex or uh, causes them emotional breaks or something. No. Uh, in the mind-bending development, a team of researchers in China have managed to treat brain tumors in mice by delivering drugs to the tissues using microscopic robots. The robots jump from the mice's bloodstream into their brains by being coated in E. coli, which trick the rodents' immune system into attacking them, thus absorbing the robots and the cancer-fighting drugs in the process. So this is actually really cool. This might be one of the first nano uh, technology to help with uh, cancer. But if we can get machines into the body that can go into places without the need for uh, chemotherapy or even uh, without the need to remove a tumor or something. I think this is something that will be revolutionary in um, the medical world. And obviously, since with COVID, like I said earlier, uh, health is a big deal right now. So we might be seeing soon enough uh, revolutions in how we administer medicine, how we uh, treat people with various diseases. And that's really hopeful. Uh, obviously, you don't want it to turn into a situation where these bots take over and uh, destroy us all humans or end up controlling us. But uh, I think the positives are great. The negatives, too, are always going to be there. Um, are we going to get to the point where uh, people can make these machines alter your chemicals in your brain so you're feeling so depressed that you don't want to do anything? Or maybe it will cause you to be so manic and confused? I don't know. That might be a little extreme, but I think the positive aspects of all of this uh, will be good in the long run. But we'll have to wait and see. Although it's China again. I feel like China is way, way, way ahead of us in the technology game. We got to start moving forward with this stuff because uh, without a doubt, technology is here to stay and it's just going to keep getting bigger uh speaking of big things in technology twitch twitch is one of the biggest live if not the biggest uh live stream gaming uh place you can go twitch.tv where you can watch people play video games uh you can watch people i think even eat food and stuff like lots of things you can do well one of the biggest hits right now is hilarious and i myself have gotten addicted to it because it's great just to have it uh, on one of your screens while you're working at work. Uh, there is a new channel called Stop Sign Cam, and it has over 125 followers. Uh, last time I watched it, there was 20,000 people watching at the same time. And it's a camera that's triangled, uh, that's trained on a single neighborhood intersection in Salem, Massachusetts. And ideally, every car would stop at this stop sign. But no, according to the person who put up this camera, he said 98% of the time vehicles do not stop at this stop sign. That's certainly an estimate. But if you watch the stream, it is actually kind of creepy how often people don't stop at the stop sign. And I know what you're thinking, Corey, why the heck would I want to watch a stupid thing of a street and watch cars drive by? I thought the same thing. I was watching it, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is so dumb. And then a car would start pulling in. I'm like, oh, is he going to stop? Is he going to stop? Nope, he didn't. He'd go through. It's, like, really creepily addicting <laughs> to watch people break the law and go straight through a stop sign. I did laugh, though, because there was one Comcast 
car that drove straight through the stop sign. And some of the people in the chat were like, contact Comcast, please. Uh, they need to fire that guy. So I don't know if they ended up doing that, but uh, I thought it was pretty funny. And finally, before we hit the break, uh, I talked about a couple months ago, the Batmobile mechanical desk clock. It was by Cross Studios, and it cost $30,000 to get it. Well, they have introduced a brand new beautiful i mean this is all handmade piece by piece watch uh from star wars in the style of the death star it is a beautifully put together watch uh the death star inside is almost like a diagram of it uh it is a full 3d model of it it has a green accent for its super laser cannon and a miniature death star inside really really cool and the price point fifty thousand dollars yes i don't know of any star wars fans no i take that back I think uh, several hundred Star Wars fans will pay big, big bucks to get their hands on this watch. I'll give it to them. It's a really cool and beautiful watch. But $50,000, I think I'm going to pass on that one. We're going to take a break, you guys. When we get back, let's go over the movies of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. How is everyone doing? This is a segment where we talk about the latest in the land of movies, and really, it's going to be a lot focused on Disney, because Disney had a lot of announcements this week. Uh, first, the big one is that beginning March 26th, so yesterday, you might notice a uh, increase in price when it comes to Disney+. Plus. They're jumping pretty much just by a dollar per bundle, unless you do a year subscription, then it will jump up by $10. Uh, but uh, that's not too surprising. They're obviously they're trying to adjust because of the COVID world we're in. And uh, yeah, overall, I'm not a uh, super like freaked out about it or anything. I think it's good for them because they want to. That means that they're investing into this subscription service very well. And on top of it all, uh, the amount of stuff that they're giving out, especially because of this COVID world and no theaters, uh, I think it's good. Uh, but they had a bunch of announcements this week. First, they announced that Disney Plus will officially be rebooting the National Treasure franchise as a streaming show. It'll be a TV show, so it'll be several episodes all set in the world of National Treasure. No rumors on if uh, Nicolas Cage is going to come back, but it would really surprise me if he didn't at least have a cameo. Because I think even in the Mighty Ducks movie, there's a cameo from some of the original uh, characters. Uh, Corella, which is the new Corella DeVille movie that I've talked about. I really want it to be good. It just, it, it's too similar to the Joker movie, which is kind of weird. Uh, they announced that it will be available in theaters and on Disney Plus on May 28th, but this will be a paid Disney Plus. So just like Mulan and I believe their last animated movie, Ryla the Last Dragon, uh, they all had the movies that released in theaters at the same time on their subscription service but you have to pay i think it's 30 dollars to own that movie and watch it uh via disney which in all honesty it, i know a lot of people freak out about that price point but when you think about the popcorn and the, and the uh, sodas and all of that i think it's kind of a fair price point and to me if anything this says because they're offering this Disney Plus premium service uh, for this movie and the next Black Widow movie, which is Marvel's next movie. I think this really showcases that uh, perhaps because Disney has yet to release the numbers on how Mulan did and Ryla the, the Dragon movie. Um, I think the fact that they're continuing this and putting it on big, big blockbuster movies. I mean, you don't get anything bigger than Black Widow. 
uh, I think it's a sign that they were very successful and very profitable when it came to that. So that might be something we'll be seeing more often. Um, other news in the land of Disney Plus, Pixar's Luna, which is the, the new Pixar movie. That's all pretty much I know. I don't know much about it. Uh, it will be available on Disney Plus for free when it comes out on June 28th. So you just have to have the subscription service. You don't have to pay any additional charges. I'm still really shocked about Black Widow uh, being released on Disney Plus and in theaters at the same time. But Black Widow will be released on January 9th of this year. It was originally going to come out in May, but they pushed it again, obviously, because of COVID. Uh, here are the other Marvel lineup. We have Shang Li and the Legend of the Ten Rings will come out of September 3rd of this year. Uh, the Eternals movie will come out November 5th of this year, and Spider-Man 3 No Way Home will come out on December 17th. I think all of those movies were supposed to come out last year, which is kind of creepy and crazy when you think about it. Uh, it's kind of like uh, we went through our own blip like uh, in with Thanos, and we lost a year in the long run. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness was supposed to come out this year, but it's been pushed to March 25th of next year. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, once again, another one that was supposed to come out this year, has been moved to May 6, 2022. Black Panther 2 has been moved to next year, July 8, 2022. Rumors are that they aren't going to replace the Black Panther. Like, someone else, one of the characters we know might get it, but they won't introduce anyone new, and that the movie will instead be focused on a lot of the side characters that we saw in Black Panther 1. Uh, there was a surprise announcement in that uh, they announced a, a new movie that we didn't know about, but not really given us that much information. A untitled Marvel movie will come out next year, October 7th, 2022. I'll be curious to see what that is, because they wouldn't hide it unless it had something to do with any of these previous Marvel movies that are still to come. So I'll be curious about that one. Captain Marvel 2 will come out on November 11th in 2022. In the land of Disney Plus for Marvel, Marvel's Cinematic Universe TV series are like this. Loki, the series, will come out on June 11th. The cartoon series What If comes out in the summertime. Miss Marvel will come out in 2021. Hawkeye will come out in 2022. Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and secret invasion are still to be determined so disney has a lot lined up for them obviously marvel is one of their biggest franchises i'll be curious to see uh really if you a quick sidebar if you really think about it we had an entire year without any new marvel movies which is kind of insane when you think about the past i think 12 or 12 to 15 years we had at least one Marvel movie every year. That's kind of insane. But uh, Disney is staying ahead of their plan. I'll be curious to see uh, if they're going to announce anything in regards to their Star Wars lineup and if COVID affected that uh, in the end. Uh, let's hit some quick ones, then we'll take a break. The Stairs. Bloody disgusting reports that John Schneider has uh, will star in the movie called The Stairs. It is a horror film about the disappearances surrounding a mysterious staircase deep in the forest. I read this first, and I, I seriously, I was laughing my head off, because I'm like, we have killer pants. Please tell me we have a movie about killer stairs. Sadly, the stairs themselves are not killing you, but I do like the concept of there's a mysterious staircase deep in the forest, and we'll have to find out what happens to them. Ooh, called The Stairs. Uh, the 
Last of Us, Naughty Dog's uh, director, Neil Dirkman, tells IGN that the HBO series will closely follow the very first game in some ways, adapting the entirety of the first video game into its opening season. Super cool. I love the video game series, The Last of Us. If you haven't played it, it's on PlayStation. Go play it. Uh, it's an M-rated game for horror and violence, but it is a phenomenal, phenomenal story. Uh, Keanu Reeves announced that he will produce and star in a live-action film adaptation of an animated comic book series that he created called Berserker, and it will be for Netflix. The upcoming Resident Evil reboot series for movies will be officially titled Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. And finally, Spiral from the Book of Saw, which is supposed to be the reboot of the Saw series that I'm actually excited for, will now be released theatrically on May 14th, one week earlier than initially planned. There is no plan to have it released digitally, so that might be one of the bigger first blockbuster movies that will be released in theaters only. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over Corey's Tech Corner. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. This is a segment I like to call Corey's Tech Corner, the latest and greatest in the technological world, but really not the greatest because uh, we got some heavier stuff today. We got some hacks. We got a report that seriously blew my mind about cybercrimes. It's really, really fascinating. And then uh, some controversial things happening with big tech. But let's start off with the hacks of the week, something I like to keep you guys updated on. Just because you don't know all of the companies out there, it's hard to keep track of everyone who's being uh, hacked, but there is a bank based out in Michigan called Flagstar. They've recently reached out to customers, and even people who used to be customers as far as 10 plus years ago, telling them, hey, we had a hack two weeks ago. They even came out and said that openly, and it was fine. But this week, they started sending out new letters with a brand new warning and a more serious warning. Uh, they're saying that people's social security numbers were given away in this hack. And they are warning people to let them know. And obviously, as always with hacks, keep an eye on your stuff to make sure that there's no fraud against you. But the crazy thing is, for me personally, obviously, hacks are a common thing now, which is kind of sad. I feel like we should be way ahead of that by now. But uh, there was a lady who uh, talked to Motherboard. Motherboard is a fantastic technology website. They work with Vice. But what I love about them so much is that they really have fantastic, interesting technology-related stories that, in all honesty, don't really get picked up so much by the mainstream media. But uh, this story was fascinating because they had several people reach out to them with explaining their side of the story and there was a lady who hadn't used the bank in over 10 years and she got notified that her social security number was a part of this hack which really begs the question and she even asked it why would a bank need your social security and your information 10 years after the fact uh, i think that's an interesting question that might uh might be a bigger picture question to ask as we move forward with technology. And I know uh, that Congress is trying to push for some limits on tech. But uh, why was her information there? That's that's a really interesting uh, question that I have and have been pondering on for a while. But uh, if you've ever used Flagstar, it's a bank. Uh, definitely keep an eye on it. And while sticking with uh, this topic of hacking, there was a fantastic, like mind-blowing uh, report that came out this week about 
cyber crimes and who are the most vulnerable to cyber crimes. And this one blew my mind. The first one, the, the easy one, is seniors over 75. That makes sense. But the other one is young adults. And this one's really, really fascinating. So what puts younger and older adults at risk? Well, a large influx of new to digital customers went online last year, obviously because of the pandemic. It was under 25 age group followed by over 75 age group that proved the most vulnerable to fraud attacks. Uh, this group said, we often think of these young adults as tech-savvy people, but many also tend to be more relaxed when it comes to willingness to share personal data. The over 75 group obviously faces a different challenge, generally consisting of uh, the latest digital technology and not being able to keep up with it. Fraudsters are opportunist and they'll look for the easiest targets possible. And the easiest targets as of right now are younger, 25 and under people and older people, 75 and up. And this one's it's just really fascinating to me because I would not have expected in this technological age that uh, these kids would be more vulnerable and more willing to give out their information. But they continue on and talk about, uh, obviously, how you need to protect yourself and how kids need to protect themselves and how the elderly need to protect ourselves. But uh, it, it's just a really eye-opening account. And it just makes me wonder. I always mocked how my parents and even teachers at school were constantly, like, so much, don't go to Wikipedia, don't use these websites, don't give out your information. And I'm like... Maybe that stuff is something we still need to talk about. I don't have any kids, so I don't know what's taught in school, but maybe there needs to be a more emphasis on uh, web security and protecting yourself and protecting your kids from cyber crimes. And also, uh, just a quick sidebar from that uh, report was that millennials and Gen Zers are most susceptible to fraud attacks. The average fraud loss per customer increases progressively with age, likely influenced by the larger disposable incomes later in life. So as you get more money through work, you're like, hey, I'm a little more loose. I can have a little more fun with my money. I'm not going to be stringent and make sure that where I'm putting my money is going to keep things safe in the long run. So really, really fascinating uh, report. I just never in my life thought that young adults would be one of the higher end groups for cyber crimes. Really, really fascinating. And as always, I uh, maybe I should like set up a, a geek show camp someday uh, where I break down everything so that everyone can have a better understanding of the world of the Internet. But uh, you have to remember everything you put out there online, even in some cases where you use the privacy button, uh, things are going to be potentially can give out there. Uh, I know that there was a trend just recently where people put on a picture of them with their vaccine card. And the problem is, is uh, while there's no like social security number on there, it gives your date of birth. It gives your name. Hackers can look into that or not even hackers. Anyone can just look at that photo if you have it public on your Facebook or social media page and can use that information. And the more information they have on you, the easier it is to get more of your private information. So you have to protect yourselves with that. I hope that it's we're not all at the point where it's too late uh, that we have all of our information out there and that it'll be too late to protect ourselves. But just remember that what you post, uh, while it might seem fun on, uh, at first, it could have long branching uh, consequences in the end. So protect yourself online and definitely talk to your kids 25 and under and watch out for your parents 75 and older 
to make sure that they are not uh, susceptible or attacked by fraud people on the Internet. And with that, you guys, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we'll go over the top five list of the week. Welcome back to The Geek Show. I'm your host, Corey Wara. The Geek Show is brought to you by Mega Replay, Peoria's best place to buy, sell, and trade movies, music, video games, video game systems, and electronics. You can visit them at the Metro Center or on Facebook, Mega Selection, Mega Savings, Mega Replay. And yes, I'm your host, Corey Wara, and it's the last segment of the show. I know, I know, I'm sad too, but this is one of my favorite segments of the week. It's the top five list of the week. It's the top five most important pieces of audio that I think you should be aware of. And I'm going to be 100% upfront with you guys. This has been a heck of a slow week when it comes to geek news, uh, at least in the land of audio. So some of these trailers I got in here, I wouldn't necessarily put them on the top of my list of all time, but they're the top for this week. We have three trailers, uh, a cool viral video that went around, and then uh, I had a listener send me a, another just fantastic uh, news fail because I love news fails on TV and when I see them I jump for joy because they are just so funny and I get it because we've in this industry we have a very unique thing where uh, we are live sometimes and when you are uh, everything you say is being played across the state or across the world at that exact moment and we all make mistakes and it's just kind of funny to see people make mistakes on live TV so with that let's get straight into the list with number five number five goes to a trailer that i'm gonna be honest i i watched it i'm like oh wow anthony hopkins is in it done i'll watch him in anything then i watched the trailer and it i, I wasn't really that happy with it this is the virtuoso this is a one-off it's a short time frame let me be crystal clear with this fee it is delicate Special outcome demanded by client. Call me when it's done. You're a professional, an expert devoted to timing and precision. You keep your tools in pristine condition. You make precise plans. But there's always events you can't control. Collateral damage. It happens. You know that. Some of us will hear those cries of anguish and horror for all eternity. I know what you want. And what's that? Maybe something to eat instead. Yeah, so that was The Virtuoso, and it's starring Anthony Hopkins. And here's the thing. It's coming out on demand in a limited theatrical release on April 30th and Blu-ray and DVD on May 4th. And it's just... It's about an assassin who obviously is in this town, and he ends up falling in love with a lady. I think he ends up killing her son. I think that's how it is. And uh, it looks like it's going to be this back-and-forth, cloak-and-dagger-style thriller. And uh, I'm excited for that, and I'm excited for Anthony Hopkins. But my only hesitation is the trailer itself was kind of lackluster. It, it seemed a little over-the-top, and uh, it relied really heavily on Anthony Hopkins. And I only worry because... Uh, the trailer itself and even the description of the movie sets it up so Anthony Hopkins is not 
have a big role in the movie. He's the villain, and we'll see him a few times, but it, it doesn't look like he has a big role in the movie. And they're showcasing him a lot. Now, a lot of movies will do that. They will film movies with famous people in it and say, oh, you need to go watch this movie because Anthony Hopkins is in it, only to turn out that uh, Anthony Hopkins is in the movie for like five minutes or less. So I hope it's not one of those cases. I hope he had a, a bigger role in this, but we'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I just feel really weird about that one. That is The Virtuoso. It's coming to on-demand, digitally, and a limited theatrical release on April 30th. Number four. Number four. Number four goes to a really cool TikTok video I saw this week. What if Star Wars was a Western movie? And I'll let this guy play the music. It's really, really cool. What if Star Wars was a Western? So this guy on TikTok became a viral hit this week because of that. But it sounds really cool. Like, I want a Star Wars movie that's also a Western. Really, really cool. I feel like that's what people want The Mandalorian to be. I think The Mandalorian's a little different. I have yet to finish uh, season one of The Mandalorian, but I am working my way through it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would really love to see uh, Disney try new and different things with the Star Wars universe. Give me a Star Wars Western. I'm all for that. Number three. Number three. Number three goes to a trailer from Netflix. This is a movie called Stowaway. Hey, sit down. Did we take... No, hey, sit down. Did we take... Sit down or you're going to pass out. Commander! Take off. Commander! Take off. Michael and Zoe, I'm a doctor. I want you to focus on slowing down your breathing. Into your nose, out through your mouth. I'm Marina Bunnett, the commander of the ship. Do you remember what happened on the pad? I'm a launch support engineer, ma'am. How long was I out? We took off about 12 hours ago. 12 hours? You need to get back to my no. sister, please. My sister, she's alone, please. I gotta get back. We're not going back. Yeah, so this is a really unique concept for a movie. I'm actually really excited for it. This is called Stowaway. It's coming out on April 22nd to Netflix. And it is all about a mission to Mars, but on the way, they found out that they had an unintended stowaway that uh, was in the, the ship when it launched into space. And it turns out he was a technician working on the life support, and it seems like, based on the trailer, he hit his head on something and was unconscious. And it looks like that the crew is going to continue on their mission. It's a two-year mission on Mars, and he will have to go with them. But it turns out that when he was in his knocked-out phase, uh, he must have hit something, and the life support machine is starting to fail. And it turns out, oh, guess what? There are now four people on the ship. The life support can only sustain three people. So it's going to be a mystery as to are they going to backstab each other? Are they going to try to fix the, the spaceship to keep them safe? Should they turn around and go back to Earth? Should they continue on to Mars? Uh, it looks really, really good. I, it has potential. I, I'm very excited for it. Just a little hesitant just because, uh, they they tried to play the trailer uh, in two ways. The beginning, it was more of a, a nice movie, and then it, it hits you with that music, and all of a sudden, it's this dark drama. But yeah, that is Stowaway. It is coming to Netflix on April 22nd. Number two. 
Number two, okay, if you follow The Geek Show, you know I love news bloopers, news fails. This is a great one. I don't remember the station on the top of my head, but I just feel bad because uh, there are definitely a lot more opportunities for bloopers when you're working at home during a pandemic. And as a cat owner, I feel for this lady and the things that she's trying to deal with. So take a listen to this. Morning, I'm John Paul. And I'm Kelsey Cairns. This is a Good Day Memphis update. I'm sorry, what was that in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I tried to keep it together. I was like, what was that? <laughs> Is that a child crying? <laughs> I'm going to put her in my room. <laughs> what was that? Was that your cat? Yeah. Oh, my. That oh sounds God, like a small child crying. <laughs> yeah, so I feel for that lady. Don't lock your cat in the room accidentally because the cat will tell you, hey, I'm in here and I want out. And I just feel bad for her that she had to go through that live on TV. But at the same time, I love it because it just humanizes the people we're watching on TV. They're all humans. Uh, we all have issues with our pets, especially our cats. Man, that cat, though. I agree with that guy. It definitely sounded like a screaming child there for a little bit. So super cool. News fails send them all to me i love getting these from our, the listeners of the show because this is just I, I you can't help but smile here's number one number one number one goes to a trailer starring mila kunis and glenn close and without a doubt it looks first of all it just looks phenomenal but i think it's going to be uh, an early contender for oscar and best actress and best supporting actress this is four good days I'm on a level with you, Molly. Opioids have a 97% relapse rate. You have gone through this 15 times. Do you know what an opiate antagonist is? No. It's a shot we give you once a month. This shot essentially makes you immune to getting high. Is it safe? Are you kidding me? Now all of a sudden your body's a temple? You have to be clean for at least a week. Four more days, seriously? Tired of what we've been through. I'm scared for you whenever she's around. Who is that? If I wasn't a junkie, would you even ask? Probably not. Whenever I've decided to re-engage with her, I've always done it with my eyes wide open. So you feel like you've run out of hope. Please, I can't do this. Yes, you can. I you want to give up the fight. Mom, how is she? She sits around smoking, twitching. And I am there watching her like a hawk and pretending that I'm not. Almost one day down. Three more to go. When you think it's the end of the road. I'm so sorry. Wish I'd been around. Yeah, so that is Four Good Days. It's based off of a real-life story. In fact, it was really based off of uh, a, I think it was Washington Post story about this family and uh, the struggles of drugs. And Mila Kunis, Glenn Close, I, like, based on listening on that trailer, I think we all can agree, without a doubt, Oscar-worthy performances right there. But it looks really good and really heartbreaking look at... Uh, drugs and how it can affect not only the person taking them but the family around them looks really really stinking good 
that is coming out in theaters this spring. There's no, it doesn't say like a digital release or anything. It just says in theaters. So this potentially might be one of the first few movies that are coming out actually only in theaters. We'll have to wait and see on that one. And with that, you guys, that is it. That is the top five list of the week. I hope you all have a fantastic weekend. Go do something good. Go do something great. And as always, in the geek world, we need to watch each other's back because uh, it's definitely a world that can feel small at times. But just remember that you're never alone. And especially in this geek community in Peoria and the greater area, uh, there are geeks everywhere. So watch out for everyone and uh, lift each other up instead of pegging each other down because we need more of that in the world. And I hope we can uh, I hope this show contributes to lifting each other up because that's my goal for The Geek Show. Have a fantastic weekend. I'll see you all next week. This is The Geek Show on 1470 and 100.3 WMBD.